Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'm Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month at professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, everybody? It's I'ma let you finish with Courtney Amy on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Good it afternoon. Is show 103. 103. <laughs> 103, like, show. Oh, well. 103. Hey. 103, honey. We made it to 100. <laughs> We're 103 years old. We're the world's second oldest lady in the world. <laughs> How was your, um, I mean, the 4th, without getting too depressing, certainly the 4th of July has you know the world is in a shit show but other than that other taking the celebrating something we don't have anymore equation out of it how was your three-day weekend let's put it that way calm you know me y'all calm i didn't leave my neighborhood you know i have the same covid bubble that i've kind of kept even though everybody else is acting like covid is over Mm -hmm. um so i was around the corner at my same friend's house sitting on his deck and home and just watching Wimbledon, really, tennis. And then yeah. I walked up the street to another friend's little backyard barbecue and walked back yeah. home. 
nice, yeah, calm. I know you had some friends over. Did you guys watch the fireworks from your palatial yeah, outside space? Well, it's always really fun. Well, first off, as everyone who lives in New York can tell you, there is the official Macy's fireworks, and then there's everybody <laughs> and their mother who went to Jersey to buy fireworks. <laughs> And I will say, it's not like it was two years ago where the entire country felt no. like it was under assault for three three months it before was really the fire. Qu- we talked about that quiet. this year. I was like, they cut off the pipeline on the highways. <laughs> really? because they cut- well, two no, years ago, you remember that shit started in April. Oh, it went from it April, April. Well, to literally like August. It was Well, insane. we had that extra $300 unemployment check. <laughs> 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 and I think everybody was like, I've been indoors for three months. I have right. an extra 300 bucks. I'm going to Jersey. Yeah. So it was, but I, the neighborhood fireworks are almost as good and everybody stops when the official ones are on Mm -hmm. and then they start up again. So it was fun. I always invite my friends who have kids because mm-hmm. it's a big deal for the kids. And then after about 20 minutes, they're like looking at their phones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. Um, Speaking right. of looking at phones, you want to know who will not be looking at phones for the well, next 30 years? I was going to say, years? you know who's not going to be having fireworks for 30 mm-hmm. years? Oh, he might be having fireworks. Well, that's just not, true. Just not Something might be exploding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now, see, we shouldn't mock that because it is. No. Whatever. Fuck him. He's going to 30 years. He's going away for I 30 mean, years. I mean, so R. Kelly was finally sentenced. Finally. And finally. it came down. He got 30 years in federal prison. What do you think about that? Yay. And, oh, he's suing the prison, too. This He's suing what? right now. What's he suing the um, for? He's suing because... That they treated him like a prisoner? They put him... In, right, oh, yes. on suicide watch. As, as it, and, and which basically put him in like uh, a solitary confinement. Mm. But the jail is saying it's because he's famous. His prison is for his own good. They're trying to separate mm. him from the other prisoners. So he doesn't like being separated from people he knows and locked in a small room with no control over his life. Interesting. Okay, it's, that's what he did to all those women, right? It's very interesting how life swings, right? That pendulum yeah. will go one way really far. I, I, You and I talk about this all the time. I 1,000% do believe in karma. I think that things can happen to you in life. You, you can be given a lot of things, and if that's abused, you may seem to get away with it for a very, very, very long time. But then there comes a point where... Karma's going to come knocking, and it, you just don't know how it's going to come knocking. Did I ever think he would actually end up in prison? No, because he seemed to just walk around, and people, a lot of people made excuses. But I also feel like he shouldn't be the only one, because to that amount of women and people that helped him meet these young girls, it's like there were a lot of people around who saw things that were really wrong with young people. So that's, that's always such a weird thing to me. Like, yes, you want that one person. But there was a system. You see, they, they got Glaine Maxwell. She's going away for 20 years. Like, what makes that situation, and I know upsets you too, with, with Ghislaine. Ghislaine. It's Ghislaine. It's Ghislaine. Yeah, I can never yeah, pronounce Ghislaine. her now. She has right. a it's fake Ghislaine. French name. Well, okay. The thing, the thing <laughs> you should was, know that. Excuse yeah. me, Miss, well, Mr. Fa- Mr. Well, Farmer. Listen, <laughs> I, only know, I only know one sex in a, the French situation, <laughs> and that's questionable the, vocals and high yeah, production right. value. If you don't have that, I don't know what else is. And she um, doesn't have either, right. Ghislaine. She doesn't have either. <laughs> Another thing she doesn't have is brains, because you are a British socialite with a whole bunch of money, you know they are looking for you. 
You thought, let me hide out in a country house in the United States? You didn't think they were going to... They knew where you were the entire time. You should have been... If you didn't want to be caught, you should have been in some country well, someplace overseas. We didn't, I mean, I'm just glad she's going to prison. Yeah. And I will, I will say, and then I don't... I will say that I'm a little bored with the people arguing, why did he get 30 years and why did she get 20? Oh, my God. He raped people. She did horrible things, but he... He committed, he raped them. So while she did a horrible, horrible thing, I, I don't like, why do we always have to compare? They're both going to get punished. They're both yeah. going to get what they deserve. And that is what's important. And I think that along the way, they're going to start dragging in other people with him. There is mm. another trial, too. He has to face right. a trial somewhere else. I yeah, think somewhere in else Chicago, right? I believe so. And I think, once again, we've mentioned this before, we really if we have to acknowledge the work of the writer and reporter, Jim D. Regattas, who is the one who... He kicked the whole thing up, right? He really stayed on the story. He would not, yeah. Yeah, he kept it alive. He was the one who had the the infamous P uh, tape delivered. He got it. So credit to him. Credit also to Dream Hampton and her crew for the documentary. We brought it to a wider audience. But this, you know, when people talk about the media, the media, well, the media made this happen. This is why this trial happened, because people shone a light on it. So good. Good riddance to him. Bye. I really, you know, he... It was never a fan as a singer, and I'm not a fan as a human being. So he can go, bye-bye, Robert. Bye-bye. Well, speaking of not bye-bye, but hello, Adele finally showed up to a concert date, everyone. She showed up. Well, She showed up. (laughs) I, I, I... all right. I know you have such sympathy for this situation. I have zero. <laughs> right, but she did show up to her high. Let's, well, let's see what it she, she She made her triumphant return to the stage after five years and, and headlined two really big sold-out concerts in Hyde Park over the weekend. Right, in which London. is in London. They were reviewed well. You know, she sang a variety of songs from most of her albums. You know what's really funny? She doesn't, I'm noticing some of these shows, sing a bunch of stuff from 19, which is yeah, actually my favorite yeah, a good of all of her albums. I love, like, Chasing Pavements. She doesn't and, do Chasing Pavements. No, she doesn't does really she? dig into to in Daydreamer. I love those songs. Yeah. All right. The Stones also played Hyde Park last weekend, too, which is... Well, isn't it tonight? It's, I believe... No, they played already. They oh, played I, thought, already. I think... Don't they have another date? I think they have another Maybe. date. Maybe. Uh, it would have happened. Um, but, you know, in Hyde Park being the scene of their very famous and memorable concert they played after Brian Jones died, and that was a million years ago. It's just, all right, here's the thing about Adele. I mean, in the scheme of things, I don't care because there's more important things. But the woman... Whether she has taken as much responsibility, there was a complete F up with these shows in Vegas. And she has taken, she is not blaming anybody else. She is not. She has full out, and she did another, and she has full out said, my fault, I messed up, I'm really sorry, I feel like crap. And that's, what else can we do? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And, and you know, and it's, she perform maybe she's the type of artist who should not be looking at a huge production maybe she suddenly realized that vegas wants one thing from her and she she's not a dancer she's not a performer Mm -mm. in that sense she is a singer so maybe she has learned that maybe to keep it intimate and singing is the way to do it but i I just can't be 
she's done everything we want to do. It's like, how many more times can we say, yeah, she, she didn't do the shows. Life goes on. It's for me. She has taken full responsibility for it. She has not tried to blame the crew, management, um, you know, the moon was in retrograde or whatever. So that's it. She did the thing. She showed up in, in England. She, from what I read, knocked it out of the park. And, and we'll see, you know, if she doesn't do, do the Vegas shows, women still can't get an abortion in this country. So life goes on. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not trying to dismiss it, but it's like, what else can she do at this point? The shows. <laughs> but why does she have to? Because people spent, those tickets were like. Do we know really, whether the really, money's been refunded or not? It hasn't, yeah. All right. She will do the shows. But the point is, at this point, she has done all that's humanly possible for her to do. No, and the I, shows. The shows would be like do the shows because now you, it's been. Well, here's because here's the thing. The 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 reasoning was first it was some of the equipment and things are not there, and then over the weekend what she said was actually the show was terrible. The show was shit. I couldn't do that show. I didn't like that show. Great, but it has been months. It is July. Then either just cancel them all together, or put the dates up and tell people like everything has gotten. You see how expensive everything has gotten. You, she canceled those shows the night before. People had already traveled and were in Las Vegas. So my thing is, if you're going to charge the insane amount that those tickets cost, then give people space to either just cancel the shit or to plan it out because everything has gone up exponentially. So people really do need time to plan. The timing plan. was bad, but the fact that... It, it, she couldn't win if she put on a shitty show then people would be pissed i just think we'll see you know we'll see i always I think, think everybody running to vegas is weird anyway i was like adele to me is not a las vegas artist she's just not she's not i would rather I have she, her done she a month long stay in one place but so. i would have rather yeah. her like do the old school month-long residency in a broadway theater in new york you know what i mean they can build the show around there that's where you can stand and sing and people really right, feel but you she's got a kid lighting. she's got a school-age kid and a boyfriend in la oh, i mean I that her life is in la kid. yeah, yeah she's got a kid I mean, yeah but I'm you not, know what these but Come on, like I've worked with a lot of artists with kids, and when they have to do that kind of stuff, the kid goes on the road and there's the tutor. I know, I'm just saying we can't, we'll see what happens, but women still can't get an abortion in the United States, and people are getting shot. Yes, but she still <laughs> needs to do the motherfucking show. Okay, so <laughs> your generation, ooh, that was rude, but Crosby, yeah, Stills, really and Nash. Well, I think they, but they are Excuse your generation me. because They're for me. yours too, sweetie. No, not really. No, 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 because I think, when were they popular? They were the 60s, right? 70s. Oh well, I was born the seventies. Well, I was born in seventy five, so you All right, know your mother was playing Crosby, Stills, and Nash in the house. Stop, <laughs> stop with this. Actually, she wasn't. But so their music is returning after their grand. We're leaving. They're back. They well, are back because their catalog was sold to somebody else, and he's put it back. Irving Azoff now owns their catalog. Uh, uh, That's what David Crosby said. Irving Azoff. Irving Azoff, who's like a notorious, mm -hmm. um, infamous 
manager who was most famously yeah. with the uh, Eagles. He he bought he bought it and he brought it back. He still has so, his management company, I believe. Isn't that where there's still uh, Christina Aguilera was being managed by them? I believe. Yeah, no, a it's he's really artists. really it's a big, a big, yeah, huge. Yeah, he's one of the big guys. Um, but so when he read, bought he bought their cal- who did he buy like he uh, bought David Crosby's David Crosby. This is what David Crosby said, and I will say that David Crosby is annoying because mm-hmm. he's just one of these crying poor and he's nobody told you to do all that coke david right it wasn't you didn't have to do all the coke i mean everybody was but you didn't <laughs> have to um he uh and he is someone like most musicians who survives on touring and and right. you know because he so he's not a he can't play but from what i read that azoff bought their, their catalog it was so azoff's putting it back on um honestly it's i, I so they didn't I, own their catalog is what he, you're telling me. He didn't own his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I'll have to look deeper into it. But that's what I read. I read a, a statement from, you know, and, and this is going to sound really because I 100% disagree. We both disagree with Joe Rogan. But that just seemed to be a protest that was like, it, it didn't do anything. It'll never do anything. It, it, it sounds good. It's like, look at us. We're taking a stand. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it goes. It's going to have to go so much deeper than I'm protesting Joe Rogan, and I we both cannot stand Joe Rogan. Obviously. I can't, but there's, but, but I feel like he has the right to say what he wants to say, just like I do. You know what I mean? I don't have to agree with him, and I don't listen to him. That, well, that, the only that's, reason the only yeah. reason he doesn't have a right is when he's he, when he's deliberately giving out false information about a, a deadly disease that was really no it's one of the it's, issues. it's it's really fucked up and it's horrible but again that's that pesky free speech part where it's like yeah but if this, he's telling this, people i i think that was one yeah of the i mean he's it does suck guy. but but to me i yeah. don't see that any different than when i've worked with artists we've done an interview and then i've read the article and the words are twisted and it means something different than what was said right you know it's just, it sucks, but it's still protected. And my thing is, I just don't listen to him. You know, right. there are people who like it. He doesn't need my attention for anything, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of the way I, think I see was, a lot of that. I think it was the medical stuff that really got him into trouble. I mean, that's what I think. But I don't pay attention to Joe Rogan either. It's beyond me why he's so popular. He wasn't, he was good on news radio. Well, unfortunately, he's following behind some of our elected leaders who were standing behind Mike and who, who are still saying that kind of craziness, you know? Yep. So it really, we, we just live in such a crazy time. There's stuff that you and I could never imagine seeing when we were younger. We, there were things we could all always agree on. Like we could, we used to all be able to agree on things like racism is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but even now, that's controversial. Which and your doctor is, might know what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> it's controversial to say that a woman should be able to make a deci- decision within her family, but it's like somebody in Minnesota can have a say on someone. Yeah. You know, it's just it's yeah. it's like we've gone the you know what what's the old saying uh, saying that the uh, inmates are running the asylum. That's oh the inmates. Of, there's not even an asylum anymore. It's just inmates. Like. It's just inmates running. It's like yeah, it's just a whole bunch of crazy inmates running around looking for. A f- yeah, it's that's why Fourth of July, whatever. So, what's know. a headline you thought you would never wake up and read one morning? Could Kevin it be Durant. Kevin Durant well, wants to be traded? Well, no. Oh, God. another one. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> that, <laughs> and that was sarcasm. Like, I mean, because it's just like 
It's Tuesday. It's Thursday. I'm going to be here. You have four. I love how people get to sign long, big money contracts. You got four years left. I don't want to be here. Well, you say you want to be the man, right? If you are the man, be a man someplace. You could be the man in Brooklyn. But maybe everybody always forgets when they talk about Kevin Durant. He has played with everybody. He's played with everybody when they were all young and different stages of their career. And the only time he got those chips is when he came to a team that had beat him the year before and already had one. So I don't understand why he doesn't stay in Brooklyn and and be the guy there. But I also see that no matter how much praise everybody tries to hype on him, and he is a good player, I do notice that People still want to go and play with LeBron. He still that he will still attract people, even at 37 years old. I find it really interesting that he doesn't stay in Brooklyn and there's not that same desire of everybody being like, I want to go to play with Kevin. And Kyrie just seems to blow up just every team he goes to, his tenure ends in some sort of chaos. It's just really weird what's going on in Brooklyn. But as you and I are Knicks fans... We're kind of giggling over here because when the Nets came, everybody was acting like they are just going to win. They're going to do all of this, the da-da-da-da-da, and fuck the Knicks. Y'all always lose. And I'm like, they have just as many banners hanging up from the tenure as we do. Well, you know what it is in a lot of ways about, and and I know this wasn't the headline you were talking about, but (laughs) it's fine. Uh, I think what it is is this whole... um, stack the team so we can win a ring type of thing and i'm not saying that that, you know and it's it's very much this every i want to i want what i want right now oh i played two seasons with you and i didn't get a ring well then fuck the team i'm going somewhere else to get a ring first off he has a couple of rings and i'm not saying he doesn't need but come on Charles Barkley doesn't have a ring. I didn't see him moving from team to team to team. Allen Iverson didn't get a well, ring. I don't well, see Charles him. got toward the end of his career. He did. He moved around some, but that was getting traded, and he was older. Right, right. It was, it was it's different. just this very kind of bratty. You know, I didn't get what I wanted, and you know, these were not normal circumstances in any sports, let alone the NBA. I didn't get what I wanted, so I'm going to go someplace else. And the rest of the team is like, wait a minute, like we're not a team, obviously. We're like three guys who are really well known um, and a, a bunch of supporting actors. So yeah, I don't, you know, Kevin Durant, whatever. Yeah, as I, as, Ch- as as Chuck and 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 Shaq call them the others, but they're like you can't win a championship without the others. You, you need, need the others. others. You, you need the others. You, you need, need the, the listen, others. You need you know? the others. And I think so much emphasis has been placed on these guys. The superstars. Like James, and and it didn't work. James Harden was the first to just break out because he's chasing a ring everywhere. You know what I mean? It's just a mess. It's a little much. It's a little kind of indicative of a generational thing, not to get too deep. It's like, I don't get instant results, so I'm going to leave. You know? Instead of being like, I'm going to be the man here and we're going to win here. I said I was going to win for Brooklyn. That shows you when people just... It's, no, it's hard for me to root for people like that when they're on certain teams because I'm like, you don't really have an allegiance to this team. This is very like, I, I'm trying to get this thing. It's like, love them or hate them, 
And I don't know why people hate Steph Curry. I love the fact that his whole tenure has been with one team. And yeah, that was stuck the thing you had to love about Jeter, too. You know, I mean, all I one mean, team, right. All one team. There is something to be said for the Kobe, you all know, one team. Call, like, we didn't want to like see Kobe like in a different uniform. REM and you, too. We've been in the same band the entire time. None of us ever broke off to go solo. We share the writing credit with every. There's right. something old fashioned and kind of like, yeah, we're a group, we're a team. We are not Steph Curry. Curry and the pips, you know. Right, it's, right. Like, it's true. That can it's be true. my poll quote, by the way, if you'd mm-hmm. like to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think. And the, the other headline, <laughs> the other headline, there's. All of a sudden, I looked up and I was like, I'm walking past the computer. I'm like, oh, Ricky Martin has been there's an issue, uh, order protection for Ricky Martin. I was like, Ricky Martin. I've worked with Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin <laughs> to come back to the computer, and someone's trying to accuse him of we were lovers we broke i broke it off and he's stalking me and ricky martin showing up outside my house in places that i'm afraid ricky, ricky martin. martin married father of four yes. or two mm-hmm. okay i don't know ricky martin but he does not give me stalker <laughs> vibe at all it's he like, gives me living a very quiet life counting his la vida loca money he gives me very <laughs> I don't get stalked. Because he's, and he's denying it, of course, saying, you know, it's legal, so I can't tell, but in court, I look forward to defending myself. Ricky Martin is one of the most famous men on the planet. And especially in Puerto Rico, he's oh super famous. Where is Ricky Martin lurking around anywhere? I was going to say, what's he like? <laughs> I just, in, in little buildings in old San I Juan just going, boo! Yeah. I've worked with him a little bit. I have seen the energy when he takes a step. So no. I need to know, yeah. where is Ricky Martin lurking in Puerto yeah. Rico that is yeah. not attracting a crowd of people around him? Oh, I no, just yeah, need to that's know. what I'm saying. That'd I'm not like, calling anyone a liar. It just, I just need somebody needs in to explain in that to me. In a small island where you have lived pretty much your entire life and you are one of the most famous people from that island. Yeah, lurking and stealth stalking would be very difficult. I Especially mean, since he probably has security with him. I mean, just all of it. Like, who's that in the Bentley hiding behind those really? bushes? Oh, wait, that's my advanced team. And listen, and this, is, and this is not us making fun of stalking. No, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. But in this it's case. It's just that this sounds a little, I mean, it, it sounds I don't a little know. cash grabby. It something sounds, sounds not right. right. Yeah, something And it feels right. not right. And having worked around celebrities in, in, who've been really famous and seeing the weird lawsuits and the things that can come up. It just, this one has a feeling of No, and he's too old for that shit, too. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, I mean, come on. He's not a kid. Yeah, I don't buy this one. I'm sorry. I'm not making, this is not Ezra Miller, okay? Mm -hmm. This is not Shia LaBeouf. This Mm -hmm. is not somebody, this is somebody who literally has lived the most Om Shante low-key life in the Mm -hmm. world. And I even if like he doesn't, if it's really private, I'm just going to have somebody, somebody's going to have to need to explain to me how Ricky Martin is stalking you. Like, how? Yeah, physically, like, how are you doing it? How? Maybe he's wearing a mask. Or something. Maybe he's because, wearing a mask of that other guy in Menudo. Yeah, it's like, and you're, you're afraid. It's like, what are you actually, af- like, what? what I, yeah, what is he afraid of? I don't know. Whatever. It's all, girl. It's all too much. Okay. 
Um, Wimbledon is on. I'm devastated. It was the return of Serena Williams, and she got yeah. That was in that first. went well for us. Let's try I not was, to talk about anybody. Like I think we put the jinx I, on her. We spent like 20 <laughs> minutes going. We're so excited. We saw but next, the that is, but, afternoon. But wait, she wait. beat herself. She really did. Like she because she could have won. She was at a point where she could have won, and then she just started making all of these errors, and it, you just saw it unravel. And I was like, oh. And listen, she is a legend. She is an icon. We love her. But I'm like, you know what? You don't have to keep playing tennis. You are Serena now. You're in your 40s. You have all your other businesses and brands. If she chooses to retire, bravo. But I don't want to see you getting beat by... Some Harmony Tan, a player that most of us had never heard of in the first round, who had no... She was shocked. She didn't think she was going to beat you. She said that. You know what I mean? So if we're going to be there, I'm like, you don't don't have anything else to prove, not to us. I, I would like to see you get all your flowers, maybe do the U.S. Open because it's home soil. Let us love on you. And just be good and and go off and be Serena and, you know, do your migraine medicine commercials. I'll tell you the the thing that I'm not paying attention, but the thing that is making me very angry, or not Mm. very angry, because I'm not very angry about any of this stuff, but the thing that just once again proves that men have it easier in the world is the the way the press and the, the trajectory of Nick Kyrgios... Yeah. Um, the Australian Greek. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's a bad boy. Okay, mm-hmm. he's not a bad boy. He's a he's a dick. This guy is an... Now, is he a good player? Yes, obviously he's a good player. The match he had the other day with, with a... With Tsitsipas. Yeah, with a Greek... Uh, uh, so Tsitsipas, yeah. Greek, uh, Greek uh, extraction. It was really from ugly. Australia. No, it was ugly. It and really... So just, and they both ugly, got yeah, fined. Yeah. And, and so Kyrgios is the master of the mind games. He'll rub his shoulder like he's hurting, 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 and the other person... <laughs> so there is a mind game. I mean, tennis is a game of psychology. Mm-hmm. But just imagine, for a second, look at the heat that Naomi Osaka gets... For not answering questions in a press conference. Look at the heat that Serena got for getting upset about. It cost Serena. It cost Serena right. that the, that final match, that with, match. against Naomi that caused Naomi. Naomi's first win when she was crying because right. they took points from her. He got right. no points taken. From no her. points. He, he was deliberately. He I was mean, deliberately delaying the game. And then he started cursing. He cursed yeah. a lot. Lots of he fucks. got fined. And, yeah, he yeah. got fined. He okay, did, but, but the, he got fined, but he got no point taken in the, in the right. And you have to be consistent because here's the thing about right. these judges these judges on the circuit travel all around so be consistent you cannot let the men i mean because the way he acted was really ugly no, like it was, it was worse than he's ever been it was and especially really at ugly. wimbledon which yeah. is the the genteel it's the and they yeah, were on center court and this is the year that they were celebrating yeah. you know the 100th no. year of center court it was really ugly yeah, so I just find it very, once again, you know, women are messes, men are rebels. You know, right. women are me- are sloppy, men are bad boys. He's not a bad boy, he's an asshole, okay? Whether he's talented or not, obviously he's talented. He's a prestige premier player, but I just wish you can look at it down the line. When you have a sport where you see the men and the women playing at the, you know, at the same focus and and the men are lauded you know kind of like oh well but the guy just seems like an absolute nightmare and 
I just I it just makes me it just once again shows that gee you know he's he's charismatic but he's he just doesn't seem like a good person and there's nothing wrong for hoping that the good guys win and the good women win you know now the so, interesting thing is I actually do like him and I, I find him fun as and a exciting. player as a player uh, yeah and I find him exciting but I really didn't like um, no that was yesterday's awful. behavior. That was that I, I don't mind John a little. McEnroe. Yeah, I, I don't mean, mind a little energy. It's sport, so I feel like sometimes yeah, in sport yeah. is good. But I absolutely thought that the way he acted was really no, it was, he's it cursing was, the guy it was, out. It was, in, it was in poor taste. Yeah, it was he's important. cursing the guy. And then I mean, Tipsy like Paws got mad and hit him with the ball. Yeah, no. see that? Why was, was nobody like, suspended? I'm like, what is happening? Why was no one suspended? Seriously. Like, I mean, why Because they that- don't really suspend in tennis. They'll just fine you. And these two are both big stars. And, you yeah. know, listen, they need their stars. Because right now, most of the stars are on the men's side. So they, right. they're not trying to... They need those eyeballs on, you know, yeah, all know. Co- cash. How it's about just, that? It all comes it's down to money. It's just the bad boy thing. It just yeah. pisses me off. They're not bad boys. They're grown men, and it's just disgusting. All right. Um, anything that you're listening, watching, anything that's catching I've your attention? I've been just digging through the crates, and for some reason. Reason. We're, we're changing the name of the show for some reason. Courtney Montgomery, for some reason, Anderson. For some reason... I've been on this Eddie Kendricks kick. <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with that. And I've been listening to two of his albums in particular. The He's a Friend. Ooh, I love that album. He's a Friend, honey. That song, he just, I love those vocals. It just, it just brings me back to the time. And the People Hold On album, which is just great. His vocals were amazing. I really love those. And Sister Sledge. Okay. Some reason I've been, I never really go in that section of my shit. It's a barbecue. It, it's yeah. sort of a barbecue kind of music. You yeah, know? I was listening to the Love Somebody Today album from 1980. I just love, love, love that album. So I've been listening to that all weekend. And Pet Shop Boys, actually, for some reason. <laughs> again, oh, for I some love, reason. Wait a minute, which one, which, what's the big singles on Actually? Actually has all the shit. It has What Have I Done to Deserve This, oh, Rent, right, it yeah. has It's a Sin, Heart, King's Cross. Right, right, right. Okay, because all their- One More Chance. Uh, I was talking to our my house guest, uh, Jasper Morrison Bo from Rock's Back Pages. Hi, guys. And uh, he said, as Barney and Mark had said as well, that Neil Tennant was possibly the nicest person in the studio, one of the best. Took the tube there. Mm-hmm. Hi to everybody. Super cool. Um, I wrote a, uh, when I was an undergrad, I took a 70s music class because I mm-hmm. really wanted an easy A. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wrote a paper on uh, how D- uh, how DJs broke disco or something like that. And and girl, you need to change of mind, which for me is one of the... It, there's that's not on the People Hold On moment. album. There is not a bad... That's all uh, his live, his band mm-hmm. live in the studio. That is one of those songs. Seven and a half minutes, minutes. of pure and, bliss. And that was a song that was broken by New York by New York DJs. And they considered that David one Mancuso. of the first disco yep. sort of... That like, and Soul And very big in the black gay clubs. It was... Yeah. Huge in, in the black yeah. clubs of New York. Yeah. That song, first of all, vocally, he just. It's perfect. It's, it's a perfect so, song. It's so good. The and breaks in it, the break when it goes from like the vocal into like the kind of more funky Latin kind of And the soul thing that's interesting is he's another one where I hear a lot of these DJs. 
who who always play older stuff. Him, like the Gwyn Guthrie's, we always talk about it, the Gwyn McCrae's. They don't ever pull these songs and reference these records. These are early, oh, early club dance music records because they don't sound like the typical thing that you sound Womack now. Womack and Womack, Baby, you I'm know, Scared uh, of You. I mean, that was a garage classic. Right. Classic, classic, classic song. Um, I just, you know, like I, I go on the New York Times uh, every week to look at what they're, the new singles that are coming out. So there's a couple singles that sort of caught my attention. Uh, I, I've always been a big Paolo Nutini fan. He's a Ooh. Scottish, you know, he got lumped in with the kind of like that blue-eyed soul thing. He's a Ooh. little bit more than that. He um, never really been big in the United States, but has, you know, he's one of these steady but sure kind of artists. Hasn't put out something since 2014, maybe 2018. It's been Ooh. a while. So he has a new single out called Lose It, which is very different. It's much more kind of psychedelic. I just like his voice. He's got a nice kind of lived in... Um, you know, clearly influenced by black music, not trying to sound like he's a, a black artist. Um, right. Our friend Cardi B finally dropped a new single. What do you think uh, about it? Ye- I am not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I got to listen to it, but it's her. It's bringing it back to, um, you know, spitting. You know, I mean, it's bringing it back to being a rapper. It's very, it's, she's got Ye on it and Little Dirk. So she's got the people, the hot people. It's very kind of touching in that kind of um, drill, you know, uh, Brooklyn drill, Bronx drill kind of thing. It's called hot. I'm a blank. I'm assuming the second word is shit. Right. And they just can't (laughs) print it. Um, And then um, I have been reading, of all things, the Chris Blackwell memoir, which is so good. I mean, you know, he's got all the stories to tell. Oh, my God. So Chris Blackwell, for those of you who don't know, is the man who founded Island Records. And while he did not discover Bob Marley, he is the man credited with bringing Marley and the Whalers to a wider audience. But the list of uh, Spencer Davis Group, Stevie Winwood, um, uh, Nick Drake, U2. I mean, this was a guy Grace who Jones. was in, right. He was in a position. Eric B. and Rockin, weren't they on? on weren't they well, like they were on, that was Fourth like, and Broadway, like, which went Fourth and Broadway. I, you know, the earliest stuff. I mean, he was in a position to turn down the Rolling Stones because right. he thought because Island was very much uh, an artist label back. You know, it was one of those labels like Virgin. You'd go if it's on Island. It's going to be good. It's going to be because you knew it was going to be interesting. Yeah. Right. Uh, so he, Roxy Music's first album, Traffic, Tom Waits, Robert Palmer, the B-52s, Jimmy Cliff, U2, Cat Stevens. Those are just some of the people whose careers he shepherded. And he he's a fasc- he's got a fascinating life. He was raised in Jamaica. His um you know, he grew up with Ian Fleming and, you know, he's it's just a fascinating guy. So it's really well written. And I literally have been like excited to read page after page. Um, so this is one of these memoirs where you're like, wow, you actually have a story to tell. And I will say this, and you can probably vouch for this as well. Anyone I know who has worked for Island or any of the subsidiaries or Chris Blackwell will always say it was one of the best jobs of their life. Back then. Absolutely. You know? and, they, and, they were, and they were down and in the... stays and, with, and they were and down he, in the village. They right. were on. They were on East Fourth Street. Right. It was different the than the other. Building. It, it was different than the other labels and people right. who worked at Island back in the day and and for the Broadway. Like I was at Columbia, and that always felt big. 
they felt cool. We felt they were we, very we cool. had big artists and it was a big machine and a lot of success. But they had success in a different way. And to me, they were cool and worked with the kind of, like, you know, they got the Misha Paris and all of that kind well, of Well, and really that's also the stuff. London. Yeah. I, I yeah. went to their London offices, the old ones, years ago. And you're walking in feeling, I'm at Island Records. It right. is that kind of feeling. So, And he's also just somebody, I've never heard anybody who worked for him trash him. He's loyal. I mean, he stands by his people. Yeah. I mean, the book is dedicated to anyone who worked at Island. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, I always wish, God, but anyway, it's a great book, The Islander, My Life in Music and Beyond. And and Palm Pictures, too. He went into movies, hotels, oh, right. anybody's been in Miami, the Marlin, that's him. Right, 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 right. And Do those you remember, hotels um, in Jamaica. He also put out the Heather Hunter music back when she had that yep. really great dance track all night yep. long. No, he's got great ears, and he has people around him who have great ears. So it's a great book. I have and his work, the Grace Jones stuff, and putting oh. her with the Compass Point musician, oh. that was just... Tom Tom Club. You know, oh my God, right. No, the guy has great ears. <laughs> now you're going to make it, me pull up my Tom Tom Club records today. I, for have some reason. Tom -tom <laughs> for some reason, and you're going to do that. Right here, it, it's oh. so funny, in, in, in Hands Reach... <laughs> <laughs> well there they are for those of you watching this on radio <laughs> for those of you listening to us on radio what do you think um, of the new Mabel I, single have you listened to it I haven't listened to it I've been really Let love honestly go. I, I, I have I've just been I've just been in a mood and I, I will snap out of it now. But I've just and everybody's coming with dance music. I don't hate that. I, that I think that's what this pandemic has done. Everybody came back in the mood to dance because Mabel, who okay. was already in that space, let love goes dance. The new Tanache single is is pretty funky, and that's dance. So like it seems, Good. yeah, you know, I and I spoke to you know I like to speak to the young people. <laughs> I love. I have this image of you like sitting there, and they're gathering around your. They're people. gathering around. <laughs> Courtney, what was it like in 2010? And I'm sitting there with the gimlet saying, "Let me tell you, young people, Kids. this is what it was like." <laughs> Squeeze um, me a lemon. <laughs> but I was, I was speaking to a young black person who never really listens to dance music. You know, his parties that he goes to are always usually either hip hop. Or he's right. an island boy or island parties where all the different island music, but island music. So I just asked him, uh, like on Friday, I was like, so what are you guys listening to now? What, what's going on? Because I like, you know, listen, you got, I feel like I see things you through my eyes, but yeah, you but they, they're looking at something really different. He was like, well, you know, a lot this summer so far, we've just been doing lots of pool parties. It's like we've moved it to doing pool parties and... And like you either rent a house at the pool or and I have a friend who's got an apartment building that has a pool and we rent the pool. And he said, and lately, you know, you know, we're doing our hip hop at Island. He said, but then we've been having dance parties. I was like, oh, really? He said, yeah, well, because of this music, now all of a sudden the DJs are starting to do more and we're having dance parties. So that makes me happy. And if, yeah. if, if people making mainstream house songs that are getting played on the radio, and congratulations for Beyonce and, and Drake, like, well, Drake, for having a number one album and Beyonce having uh, her first, you know, real top 10 pop hit here, here and the UK, it's her first top 10 pop hit since 2011. And here, I don't know when the last one was, I, I don't have that date. But that means that younger people are going to 
start just listening to opening up their their minds to other types of music. And if they're finding some pleasure in dance music, that makes me really happy because there's some great, soulful, great music. And who doesn't feel happy when they dance? I know, like, you think about even Fort Green now, right? The Fort Green party is always joyous and happy. But now to me is such a big thing oh, I'm that not, I, wouldn't go I, I, I can't even go anymore. Like my nerves yeah. are too bad. It's too many no, people. Too but much. back when it was smaller, oh. remember the joy of that because oh, it was when just, it was in Kyler Gold Park. And, oh and my the God. energy was people who really came to dance. Like now you have a lot of people come to dance, but you also everybody comes because it's the thing. So right, it's just they come to hang all out. pile around and they're not really dead. You know, everybody's got their barbecues and all of that stuff. But there's just a joy. Yeah, when no, you're dancing to dance music. Yeah, it's I just, just want, a joy. I just want, and we've talked about this, and we don't need to beat it with this, so just, you know, enjoy the Beyonce single, whatever, but just remember that she did, you know, just dig back a little bit. Don't give her credit for something that she Well, no, I think invent. what we're starting to see But is, I'm hoping it will. And, we, we, and you're, you're starting to see a lot of, of, at least, writers come up and talk about the origins of house yeah. music, which is great. And I've started to see also sh- them shining lights on Especially some of these black women who've been yeah, making no. and singing and putting out records. and for, So I love it. Like if it's going to bring more attention to a space of where, of where people have been working hard for a very long time, go out and support these artists. Stream the records. Buy the records. Go to a dance party. The 718 Sessions is coming up this weekend, I believe, in Brooklyn with Danny Kravitz party. And that's an amazing, amazing Well, go to a dance party and be careful because COVID cases, because our mayor Uh, has decided to take the warnings off so that we don't know what we're getting ourselves into. Thanks. uh, (laughs) Let's not even, you know what, let's end. It's a beautiful day out. Let me just say this. Everybody I know... Everybody, well, not you, so I'm going to knock on wood. Don't jinx it. Yeah, right. All of us who did not get it, got it this June. Yeah. I know so many people. And so I'm looking around going, I know how careful I've been. And that shit got me. It got my friend in California. Got another friend here uptown. Got another friend the other day. Got another friend. I'm like, this shit is really going around. But our mayor is just like, we're going to be open. And we're not going to talk about this. It's like, uh, but the city seems to really have a COVID well, problem right yeah, now, that's, sir. Yeah, <laughs> too much. Yeah, he, do, he doesn't care. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who voted for him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How are you doing with your- this humidity? Because let me just tell you something. It's been kicking my ass. Like right now, I had to close the window and turn off the air. Have you noticed that my hair is up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I am sitting here. I'm like, dude. You are literally wet, and I'm not no. doing anything. I, I, I just, I am, I am just like lying in bed, and I, I am just wishing I was thin and flexible enough to do mm-hmm. like my cats do and hide mm-hmm. under a piece of furniture. I'm surprised you didn't go see the wife this weekend. Like, this isn't. This isn't I'm small. going to see the wife. Uh, I'm no, I never travel on Fourth of July. It's a clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. Right, it's a fucking. Right. It's ridiculous. No, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Supposed to go see the wife tomorrow. I'm just gonna take another COVID test. Right, <laughs> you're like. Let me just make sure I'm not bringing the funk, bringing the noise. Just yeah, I'm just taking another COVID test and go up there. All right, uh, wrap it up, Grandmaster Courtney. <clears throat> I don't know hey, why I'm doing. Hey, this. everybody. <laughs> um, I would would like to say that July is my birthday month, so 
Every week you must say happy birthday to All me. Right. Because- <laughs> All right. And we're going to... <laughs> because as a Leo, I feel like I need that. I need that. I need it. But um, you know what it is. Uh, first of all, we love interacting with you guys. You guys are hilarious, and you're very opinionated. Our Facebook page is the place to be. So, literally, if you're not following us on Facebook at I'ma Let You Finish, all one word, you're missing out because we post so much different shit, and we answer back. We're always there because, you know, like the kids say, we're not on Facebook. But you and us, we're not kids. So we all still have that Facebook page. We're also on TikTok at I'ma Let You Finish Podcast. We're on Twitter at Finish Ima. Um, and you've been following, you've been listening to us. You know, I was just looking at our stats, Amy, and this is crazy because it used to be our listener, Apple is still, Apple Podcast is still our number one. Uh, okay. place where people listen to the show and number two used to be spotify then it went on and on number two now is deezer oh so which thank still, you to all the people listening to me sounds like a german gay porn <laughs> site but i mean oh well hold on let me write that down um, <laughs> it might well be <laughs> it might well be um it's deezer this spotify so all of the people who you know it's funny when i signed up for deezer and put us on there all those months ago i was like i don't know if anybody's gonna listen to us here but i mean i guess yeah, oh, you cool. come and the kids will follow. So Good. thank you. Yay, thank thank you, you, thank you. And remember, we are a part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, which honestly, guys, if you love music, there is a show for you on this on this network. There are over 70 shows, amazing stuff. People who have been on the road, managers, writers, artists. People who have guests scripted every kind of show. And there's a series they have right now with with Doug Herzog talking about the beginnings of cable and MTV. It's really, really, really good stuff. So check out the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can find us on their main page. I mean, listen, we are three years into doing this show. It is summer. We love you. We haven't been to any concerts because we don't want, like, one. It's like, why haven't we been to any shows? Because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was about to say, it's like, we have not gone to a show. Because <laughs> I was in a foreign country. I saw a bar band in Albania, in Kosovo. Well, I did see Ultra, Does that count? and she yeah. was amazing. She yeah, was so we've absolutely seen the amazing. Because there's not as many shows this summer. Well, the, there the, are, but it's like... The calendars that, are much... Well, someone offered me possibly, I'll let you know, Harry Styles tickets for the end of August. So I'll let oh. you know that materializes. Okay, but what we really need is, listen, guys, so many Catch of you up, listen boys, to... boys, I'm working I've, on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. Leave me alone. No, here's I'm the working. thing. It takes time. The fact time. that I have never seen them. Well, that's ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. crazy. When no, I, I'm I've working seen on it. everybody, and they've been here so many times, and I keep saying, like, I'm why haven't... And you've seen them, like, four fucking times four times how have i never seen how i can't believe you've never seen beyonce because you've written stuff about destiny i've seen beyonce i saw her doing a track date with destiny's child in an amphitheater in miami (laughs) with eagle-eyed cherry (laughs) opening up for them And he was so saved tonight, which was great. And Wyclef had to come out and go, come on, Miami, give our brother some love. And they were like, save this, leave. And they were booing him. Were they booing him? They were just, 
care less. It was all about they wanted to dance. It was they one wanted of white clubs. Benefit benefits. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. a whole nother show. All right. <laughs> I mean, you did finally get to see. The funny thing is, you did finally get to see Madonna. But of course, you got to see Madonna when she decided to go on at three o'clock in the morning and not sing any hits. That's all right. That's all right. I know everybody she slept with. It's the same. It's just as good. <laughs> and can I just tell you a really interesting thing? I've been offered Adele tickets a million times and I've never gone because for some reason, and I love her. I love her. And I love her voice. But I don't really want, I don't care to see her in concert. Do you have people like that where even though you love them, you don't really, I mean, it would really have to, I don't know, I'd have to, I don't know, it would have to be some circumstances. Well, I have rethought the idea of going to a concert now, to be honest with you. I made my first in years, um, I'm just going to come out and ask for tickets thing last week with Roxy Music. I just decided, screw it. What do I have to lose? I mean, the only thing I've they can seen, say is I've no, seen, you know, and yeah, they can I've also say them, yes. I've, se- I've seen them before. If I don't see them again, it'll be great because I've seen them before. But I figured, screw it. So right. we shall see on that. And All you right. should get them. Whoever's, whoever's listening, um, hi. She's no, he already knows. It's taken care of. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I have to start selling my vote it's like, a little it's bit like, more. You know, can we like listen? I need to start selling my vote a little bit more. <laughs> I need to start being more transactional. I just take it so seriously and ethically. I need to start being a little more Chicago politics backroom no, dealer. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> if if I was a shadier person, I would have. <laughs> How could you possibly be a shadier person? You would I mean... be an elm tree if you. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> we're going to leave it right there. See you <laughs> next week, week, kids. Everybody. <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.